When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, presented by Betches Media. This is an exploration of all pop culture, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. We're looking at you, Tom Sandoval. You guys, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan, and this is your Wednesday episode. Now, normally, I would say we, we've reached Wednesday, and you can phone it in for the rest of the week at work. But it turns out Thanksgiving is Thursday, so you are done. This is your Friday, baby, unless you have to work on Thanksgiving and, and or you have a job that you then have to go in on Friday. I hope that's not the case. I hope the rest of the week is yours. The rest of the week should be yours. Uh, listen, guys, we got a great show for you today, and I have a funny story before we start about this episode that really almost didn't happen. So our guest today is the one and only Uba. Uba from Real Housewives of New York, Roni, and... I recorded this last Wednesday with her, I believe, and I just had the greatest time with her. I, I truly had a, what I thought was a magnificent conversation. We laughed, we cried, we did, and it was really special. Now, I got to tell you, I am a fan of Uba Hot. We talk about Uba Hot, actually use Uba Hot. I get, thank you. Uh, Uba Hot is actually, I'm still working my way through the bottles. Thank you, Samaj. And uh, it truly is amazing. But that's not the point. The point is, I got to speak with Uba, and I was so excited to do this. Now, I've been doing this for four years, and uh, I, I was using this new recording uh, capture program that I've been using with Betches. Now, Uba joined me by phone, um, so it wasn't on the computer. It wasn't, you know, we didn't get to see each other. It was, you know, like a phone call. Um, and, uh, it said everything was recording. It was, it was recording. Everything was good. And I, it was one of those interviews that I, I got finished with. And we were supposed to go like 30, 45 minutes. We went like an hour and five. Uh, and then we talked uh, for a second afterwards and she spent so much time with me and I was so thankful for that. And uh, her manager, Tara, had set this up, and Tara's just been amazing to me in the show. Um, but it was one of those interviews where I was having a bad day, and uh, I finished, and I, I had one of those moments where I was like, you were meant to do this. I was like all cocky. I was like, that was great. That was, I think that was really good. I was so, I was like, yeah, you're a badass. I mean, a badass that has a reality show podcast, but a badass nonetheless. 
And uh, I remember going off to do something immediately. And then I went, uh, I got back and I was processing the audio. I knew I was going to release it this week, but I was still going to process the audio because I was already kind of excited and I'm trying to learn how to make video clips so I can post them on like uh, TikTok and Instagram. And I usually hate shit like that because I hate how I look. Um, but I, I've been trying to get better at that because I'm trying to grow the audience and that's part of it nowadays. You can't just do a podcast. You got to have a video element to it. So I was trying to learn how to make clips. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it out on the Uba one. And it doesn't even have her image. So it'll just be her voice. So it's an easy one to practice with, uh, cause I was going to put up images and stuff. And, um, <laughs> I process the audio and it starts up and I hear my introduction and I'm like, yeah, all right. And I'm looking at the transcript because this program has like a transcript feature and I'm realized that I don't hear her. I just hear me like, so where she's supposed to like say something, you can just hear me go, ha ha ha. So true. So true. Uva. Amazing. <laughs> and it just silence on the other end. And I'm like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? And then I go through the transcript and it's just blank every time I ask a question for an hour and five minutes. And I, it was like a blend of everything. I wanted to cry, shit myself, all of the things. I don't know why those are the only two I chose, but all of the things. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And because when I, in the program, it said she was recording, everything looked good. Everything was great. And what I figured out was it was because she was calling from her phone, but the good people over at Riverside, this program I use, I was in contact with them and they found raw audio that I guess they have on like a backup drive for doofuses like me that forget to tell people to be on their computer potentially. I don't know, but the regardless it's here, baby. We have it. We have it. I've pumped this interview up way too much. You guys might not even like it, but I love it. She is amazing. Who knows if you like me, but she is amazing. So I'm so thrilled because I was just going to do a pop culture roundup today, just me and you, which I know you guys dig, but I really like this interview and I thought it was a great way to start Thanksgiving, especially the last 15 minutes. We do talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and we talk a lot about family. And I think those are the important things about Thanksgiving, right? It's not about the pilgrims. I mean, it, I guess whatever, but it's about family. It's about those memories that we all share with our family or our chosen family where we get together and we eat a boatload of food and we think about the year and, and we take stock of everything in a lot of ways. And, uh, so I'm here in Los Angeles right now. I get up tomorrow I do the Jeff Lewis live after show on Sirius XM. I wanted to tell you guys about this. I've been talking about this. I'm going to be on the Jeff Lewis live after show with Justin Martindale, who I went and saw at the comedy store this week. I'm so excited to hang out with him again. So this airs at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow. Now, what happens? I need to let you guys know if you do want to listen. So his show is on at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Radio Andy, which is channel 102. Now, this is a little confusing, so you need to kind of know it. So if you want the Jeff Lewis channel, it's channel 7 eight, nine. So that's pretty easy. Seven, eight, nine, you know, uh, but it is one Oh two to seven, eight, nine. So we're on at 10 a.m. Pacific standard time. And if you want to call in, we'll be taking questions. If you guys listen to the show for a while, you know, I've always wanted a call in element. I would love to take live calls on this podcast. Uh, just like Che Diaz does on, uh, on, and just like that. Uh, the number to call in is one 596 5333 
And it's 888-596, and then it's Jeff, J-E-F-F, is 5333. So if you're a listener or you're going to listen tomorrow and you want to call in with some thoughts about anything that we're talking about, please do. I would love to hear some uh, friendly voices, and and I hope that goes well. It's my first time on the after show, and I got to tell you, you guys know how much I just, I love, I love Sirius. I do. I've, I've, I've told you, I've had it since the first day of Howard Stern over there, and it is such a treat to be in that building. I'm really excited. I hope it goes good. Um, because who knows, maybe I'll be discovered. Maybe Lauren Michaels will hear me on the Jeff Lewis. No, I'm just, I'm just really excited to do it. So I'm doing that. And then immediately I'm putting my luggage in the car and I'm driving to Arizona to be with my dad and my sister and her family. And I'm really excited slash scared about that. So I want to talk a little bit about that for a second before we get into Uber. Remember there's a timestamp. If you want to skip right to Uber right now, totally get it. Um, Oh, also, did you guys listen to Jesse Palmer, the host of all the Bachelor shows? He was on today. That's probably the shortest episode I've ever done. And it was like 50 minutes um, because I usually do like two hour extravaganzas. Um, but it was so great. I love talking to him and it, 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 you can see exactly why he's a host. He's just so engaging and friendly. He doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. And he, you know, I just love people like that. I, I take lessons from people like that. I thought it was just really great. I hope you liked it. If you watch any of the bachelor or you don't listen to it. Uh, I think it's great. They also aired it on the bachelor feed. The bachelor is another betches podcast, which has been going forever and is really popular. So I really loved the opportunity to potentially get new people over here. So if you are from The Bachelor, hey, you're trapped now. You have to listen. There's no way you can turn it off, right? Right? Um, but uh, I said I was going to talk about pop culture stories today, but then I the Uba interview actually is happening. So what I'm going to do, uh, taking Thursday off, I hope you don't, I hope you can forgive me. It's Thanksgiving and I don't know how I'm going to feel. Um, and Friday uh, will be a new episode. We'll do a pop culture roundup. And then I think over the weekend or next week, I'll release the recaps for Salt Lake City and Beverly Hills. Um, and uh, I'm excited to do that. I watched Salt Lake tonight and whew, man, that bonnet scene. You guys know what I'm talking about. The bonnet scene. I can't wait to do that scene for you guys. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve.
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So uh, a couple more things about this Thanksgiving. And it's funny. My dad texted me yesterday. You know, Matt, it's so funny, men. I don't know if me and my dad were big texters with each other. And my dad does the thumbs up emoji a lot. Not the Heather Gay two thumbs up FU emojis, but just the one thumb up. He loves that. He used to love the crazy eyed emoji with the one eye to the left uh, up and the one eye to the right down. He loved that crazy eye emoji for a while, but now he's just like the thumbs up emoji overuses that like nobody's business. But one of his friends, Sarah, who lives down the street from him and Sarah, unfortunately, lost her husband just a, a month and a half ago or month. Gosh, it was like a month and a half after mom passed and that was one of my dad's best friends and it has been such a hard year i was thinking about that um and i don't mean to bum you guys out this is going to be a lot of fun today i swear but this is my free therapy is just talking to you guys <laughs> even though i do think therapy you, you need real therapy not this you know but sometimes it's just nice to get it out of my mouth um yeah, Sarah lost her husband, and he was a really great man named Charlie. We'd always go down to his place and drink martinis over the years. And uh, so, Sarah, if you're listening, because I do know you listen, I, I'm 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 thinking about you, and I can't wait to see you over the next week. Um, but I was thinking about how much loss has been uh, this year. You know, you got Charlie, you have my mom, you have my dog Brooklyn. I just got word my fan, uh, my my good friend Rashan um, from high school. She has lost her mom this week, and Rashan, I'm thinking about you and your family. And uh, my dad texted me. He goes, "Hey, Sarah, listen to your podcast. Said you said really nice things about uh, you know Thanksgiving and mom and stuff like that." And I was like, "I do this so much, you guys, that I was like, what the fuck did I say?" <laughs> like, it was like I was like, "Wait a second, okay, I had pop culture roundup. What did I say?" And I was like, trying to go through and think about like, did I say something? Because I talked about my relationship with my sister, and I was like, "Oh no, am I going to be in trouble for something that I said with my family?" But she's like, "Sarah said it was real nice. I'm going to have to check that out." I was like. I just imagine though my dad trying to dig through the podcast. I do so many of them and trying to figure out of like who who the fuck's Jesse Palmer, you know? <laughs> when do you talk about mom and the family? <laughs> um but what I think it was was I think I I think I was honest and saying like I'm really looking forward to being there and I, and I and I want to be there, but also there's a fear there. And you know, there are, there are days and there are hours and there's like, you know, where I'm great. I'm flying on top of the world. And, uh, I mean, this is really stressful because I care about it and I want it to do good. And I want this to be really successful, the show, but there are times, there are hours, uh, or days or mornings or nights where I don't feel good, you know, where I'll wake up and I'll just, I'll have had a weird dream about mom or of it, you know, or, um, and it's holidays, you know, I was like, oh no. Because you start thinking about all the other Thanksgivings and you start like, okay, so when's mom going to put the green bean casserole in? Like, I like when she puts the little, the, the, the crunchy onion stuff on top, you know, you know, like I, I, I was just thinking about all of that stuff. And, and, and I told you guys, me and my sister were talking about it and we realized, you know, let's do something different. Let's try different things. And we were actually on a text thread tonight about Christmas. Cause we're already looking forward. And my mom would do this thing on Christmas Eve. I don't know why I'm laughing about it, but she would have everybody over 
and it would like finger foods, like, but it was like good food. Like it was like deviled eggs and shrimp. And uh, my dad would grill these flank steaks and they're just, but it would like kind of be finger food and it would just be, you know, standing and drinking. And, you know, it was really, really nice. And uh, I think the thing is, and especially because this is the first one is you just don't know what that feeling is going to be like. And even my dad texted today, um, you know, we are so lucky. He said, we are so lucky. We are so lucky and we are, we are so lucky. And I know this is life. I know that, I know that, I know that. And I think what it is, if I really to distill it to a really simple thing that, that, that will remind me about, you know, you have to sit in this not knowing a lot of the times with grief, you know, the not knowing of how you're going to feel, you know, you can't count on it. I'm really proud of myself that I've been able to keep going with the show. Like, I'm proud of that. Like, I really am. And I think this has been pretty decent. But the not knowing sometimes of how you're going to feel on any given day or any, that's that's the hard thing. And I think when I distill it down to the simplest thing, it's just that I uh, I, I miss her. You know, I miss, I, I miss her. And I'm going to miss, <clears throat> I'm going to miss, um, I'm going to miss coming in and I, you know, depending on what time I, you know, I'd wake her up or not, or she would stay up. I should be like, you want me to heat, heat you up some, I made some, I, I made some rice and beans. I made some, do you want that right now? It's ground Turkey, rice and beans. We don't want to eat too much tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I'm going to miss those things. I her like hovering over me as I awkwardly put my luggage into this tiny, tiny guest bedroom. And I'm going to miss that. And I'm going to miss how she needed everything. Like, okay, we need to put this in at this time. We need to put this into this time. The turkey's got a set. Da, 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 da. And you took a lot of that for granted. You know, I was really lucky. God, I'm so privileged. And I'm going to miss that. And I think that's, as you get older, you're like, oh, I don't want to learn new things. I don't want to learn new tricks, but it's not that because it's not that you ever want to forget. It's not that you're like, well, hopefully five years from now, I'll forget. No, even in this conversation with Uba, we talk about that a little bit is that you don't forget. You, you don't forget and you hold on to these memories and they're treasured. But I think for this first one. Is you just wanting more? There's a greed to it. And I think we were doing uh, our Substack. Meditza has put together the Substack for So Bad It's Good, which you should sign up for. There's a link in the stories. Um, I It was like, what are you thankful for? And I was so thankful for so many things. And, and one of them I put was I was thankful that my mom's not in pain anymore because that was the thing that I keep forgetting sometimes was what a great amount of pain that she was in. And, uh, when I'm at my worst, I'm like, fuck it. I still want her here. Like, let her be in pain. I need her here. Like, let her, let her hurt. <laughs> Cause you want, you're like, fuck, I, she seemed, she got through it. She's tougher than I am. But then uh, when you really think about it, you're like, oh, I'm glad, you know, yeah, yeah. She was in pain. Uh, I never have notes when I do these opening things, as you can tell, it's just kind of going by what I feel. And uh, I just wanted to say that really quickly. And I think it is, you know, cause at the end of the day, I, I am, I am a little nervous about it. I'm not nervous about being with my dad. I'm not nervous about seeing my sister. I'm not nervous about any of that stuff. I'm not, that's the part that I'm like, Oh yes, 
I long to be uh, with them and feel however we feel together, even if it's all different things or the same thing. The thing that I'm scared about is just that feeling of missing her in the place that she always was and that she was at her best. And that's, that's the thing. That's the, the thing I think, but we still have each other. We are good. We are doing good. And, and, and I really do hope, um, that we have the best Thanksgiving ever. And I hope you guys have the best Thanksgiving ever. And I will be thinking about you. I hope you'll, you'll think about me when you're on your third, uh, thing of casserole, like, or stuffing or whatever it is. And I hope you'll join us back here on Friday where we'll commiserate about the situations and talk about Thanksgiving and what it was like and talk about reality stars and pop culture. There's so many things that I have to catch you guys up on. Um, but I just wanted to say this. And I think when I talk about my mom, um, it just helps a, cause I don't want to forget her B because I'm a little nervous and C is that this podcast is everything. I don't mean everything to me. It kind of is, but what I mean is it's a bit of everything. It's a bit of me. It's a bit of you. It's a bit of reality stars. It's a bit of music. It's a bit of movies. It's a bit of a lot of a stuff, a lot of stuff. And thank you for allowing that. And thank you for the people that, uh, and also, uh, you know, I'm sure you say thank you for the timestamps because I can skip right past it, but it really does help. And I'm nervous, but, uh, I've never been busier in my life. And there's so many cool things. You know what they, you know, you know what, like this is therapy. You know what it really is, you guys too, is I've never been busier in my life. And there are so many things that I'm trying to do or trying to like figure out how to do. And once you get to a certain, you're just, sometimes I feel like it's like a ticking clock, you know, it's like, oh, I have so much time left. I only have so much time left. I should have started podcasting earlier. I should have done this. I should have done that because you see it like starting to work in little ways, but then you're like, how can it work quicker? How can it do? How can we? And I don't even know what that means. Sometimes I don't know what work quicker means. I don't know what that means. I don't, um, but, uh, yeah, I've just never, I've never loved something more than this. I don't mean people, but I mean things that I've done in my life. And uh, I think about my mom and that there's only a finite amount of time and there's so much still I want to do with this. And so that's the thing that I have been thinking about a lot this week. And it's internalized pressure that I know I shouldn't do, but you can't help it. Okay, you guys, that was pretty masturbatory. Uh, yeah, I get it. I know it's, uh, oh, oh, also I'm not doing a pod on Thursday. Like I said, but guess who is Kristen Doty is. And the reason I say this now, if you're a subscriber to, um, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad, it's good. You guys already knew the Patreon members already knew about my Uba fuck up this weekend. Cause I was like, you guys can't believe what I did. <laughs> Cause I, I'll update little things about my life. So they knew, but they also knew that I got a text a couple of days ago over the weekend from Miss Kristen Doty. <laughs> from Miss Kristen Doty. And it was one of these texts where you're just like, what? Um, you know, Kristen has a podcast um, that she does, and it's called uh, Sex, Love, and What Else Matters with Kristen Doty. And now she does it with her dude, 
and uh, her dude Luke, and it's awesome. And they started recapping Vanderpump Rules episodes, old episodes. So for, I, I think this episode, and maybe another one, I'm not sure, we just recorded the first episode tonight. She had me, uh, Luke was going to take a week or two off, and she said, would you want to recap season two, episode 12 of Vanderpump Rules? And, I, and she's like, oh, we could do episode 12 and episode 13 together. And I was like, uh, no, uh, episode 12, like any episode, I could talk two hours about any episode, but it's Vanderpump Rules. And also it's season two of Vanderpump Rules. Are you kidding me? That stuff is fucking Citizen Kane of reality television. So episode 12, you guys, is the when they get back from Cabo and Kristen is on to the Ariana Tom little bit, little relationship. And Kristen's like, are we going to break up? And Tom's like, dude, you don't have to move out, dude. It's really eerie to watch some of these scenes, knowing that like fast forward to season 10, a lot of the same stuff played out. But it is, you got Jax accusing Tom. You have a great Sir Alleyway fight. You got Stassi in full bloom. You got all of this stuff happening. You got Sheena getting engaged to Mike Shea in this episode. So she asked me to be her guest on her podcast to recap this. And so we did it tonight. Uh, I don't know what'll make it to air, but we did like an hour and 35, I think. We could have gone way longer, but I, you know, also, I don't think she's used to like three hour things. Like, like I wrote down every fucking word. Like I took my own notes for this. I watched it three times. I was ready to rock, baby. Um, so that's going to air on Thursday. I hope it goes good. I don't know if I'm coming back for this because guess what's the next episode after that? The slap. The Stassi Doty slap because of watching the movie Drive or not watching the movie Drive with Jax. That's the next episode. I don't know why I'm whispering, but that's the next episode. So I want, I can't wait for you guys to see this. Oof. Or listen to this. It's a podcast. Uh, but I think we record it. Who knows if it'll be video. But check that out. I hope I did okay for her. Um, because that, I mean, like, also recapping an episode of, it was like Inception, you guys. It was so meta talking about Dodie's behavior with Dodie. <laughs> like that was wild. What an experience. And I'm like, what? Like my dad always texts me, you live a very interesting life. And I was like, I have to admit lately, it's been really fucking weird and interesting. And I just never thought have, have, when I watched that episode for the first time that I would eventually talk to Dodie about that episode. Also, congrats to Ariana. She made it through to the semifinals, Dancing with the Stars. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, so that's it, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said Patreon. I'm going to do some updates over there. Probably on the drive down to Arizona, I'll record a Patreon episode as well where I'll just shoot the shit with you guys for the Patreon members. And on Monday, we have a Patreon Live, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where, you know, grab a drink, grab some leftovers, come join. It's a live conversation with me. Uh, that That's over on the Patreon as well. Okay, that's it. Sorry, guys. I thought this was going to be a quick five-minute thing, but uh, sometimes I just need to... Okay. Have a great Thanksgiving. Let me know if you need me, um, and uh, I will talk to you very soon. Here is one of... I think she is well on her way to being a legend on Bravo. I mean, watching her interact at BravoCon, I think she was even shocked about how amazing that experience was, and I can't see... I can't wait to see how she brings that into season two. Now we talk about her boyfriend a little bit. And also I'm very polite about these things. Cause like, I know it's really big to talk about, but we get into a lot of everything, but I will say, she said at the beginning of this episode, before we even taught, like before we recorded 
Like, I want to be really, I want this to be positive. I want this to be, and I just thought it was uh, a really great way to start. But we do still talk about everything. But I like those people that aren't like, I'm here to shit talk. Even though I know that's exciting for some people. I know it. I know that gets downloads and all that stuff. But I just loved the conversation. And I hope you love it as much as I do. Okay, here she is. The one, the only, Uba. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. You guys, welcome back to Betches Media, So Bad It's Good. I am still recovering from BravoCon 2023, but on Thursday night, I got to meet somebody that is just so amazing, so lovely, and was so nice in person. I was already a huge fan of hers from the first season of Real Housewives of New York this past season. I was already a fan of her hot sauce. I'm a fan of hers, but to getting to share in a little tiny experience with her even put that over the the moon for me in terms of she tried to teach me how to take a proper photo. She adjusted the settings on my phone. She was just the nicest human being that you could possibly imagine for being I think just uh, a really uber celebrity at this point. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you, if you are not watching Real Housewives of New York, to somebody that has one of the best hot sauce on the market right now, the one, the only Uba. Uba, thank you so much for oh, being here. That is such a wonderful introduction. Can I take it to my eHarmony properly? <laughs> Yes, you please. You can use this. I'll follow you around town and I'll just shout out nice things about you. I would love that so much. I need it. <laughs> um, I was just reading your Instagram today yes. because you made this really lovely post about BravoCon. Yes. And you had said that you were a little tentative to go. But then once you did, you were so glad you went because it was so filled with love. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, you know, uh, um, Vegas is not like my jam kind of vacation, <laughs> you know, even though I love to gamble, but it's dry and, you know, the cars are packed. Like, I don't know. Every time I went to Vegas, I never really enjoyed. I'm usually there like 48 hours and like, get me out of here. Right. Um, so when I saw the location was in Vegas, I was like, no, why, <laughs> why, why Vegas? You know, and, and I don't know much about BravoCon. 
So yeah. the uncertainty of BravoCon and the location being Vegas, it didn't. I wasn't really sold on it. I was like, ah, I'm not gonna go. This is yeah, not you're a not a gambler. You're not gambling yeah. like thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. No, I was like, this is just not my um, cup of tea. And and it's you know we, it's not a requirement. So maybe I just won't go. And then so I talked to some few people, and they were like, you have no idea. It is. <laughs> just fun on a steroid like people just go there to have a good time everyone is going there because they love the show like there's no criticism like it's just a fun environment to be like they were explaining to me what BravoCon is because I think this is their third years third year and third, third, third year yeah third year, yeah with my accent, it looks like 30 years. No, 30, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like ah. they're like no no believe me like yeah, maybe the location, but also, you know, you'll be in and out of the convention, hotel, like you wouldn't even know. And you'll meet everyone else from Bravo, like everyone in the show that you love, all the housewives and stuff. So then I was like, you know what, okay, like, it just sounds like fun, go, you know, and also the weather, it's nice, so just go. So when I did went, I am so glad I made that decision. I have never experienced so much love and unity right? and fun and just like everyone is nice i'm like can the world be like this like can Uba, it- that, that's it exactly that's what i was trying to explain to the audience is that there's only few experiences in life where you see thousands and thousands of people happy and in love with something because the world yeah. is so messed up and yeah. it's so nice to be reminded of all of these people that can have a shared experience of something that is fair. Like we might like make fun of the shows or there might be dramatic moments, but at the same time, it was overall this really beautiful expression of love and, yeah. and the love coming at you must've been so intense. It was so intense. And what I love the most is they're like flying with a group of people. These are my best friends from high school. These are my best friends. We love the show. We all watch the show together. This is my mom and, you know, mother and daughter, sons and daughter, two daughter and one mother, a father and the two daughter. Like, it was so, like, it's almost like us having our favorite shows and obviously that's what it is and then having a community with it. Like, I don't know. I, I can't really explain it, but I know that I'll do it again. No, I mean, uh, that's amazing. I hope you do it many times yeah, over. Yeah. But I can't imagine, because this is your first season on the show, you know, you filmed this a while back. It gets released. You have all, like, kind of the online buzz and, you know, things here and there. But to see it in person, how much your show is affecting people. And I want to point out, your panel at BravoCon was the most attended panel. In fact, there was a line to get in of people that couldn't get in to Yeah, to we the saw panel. that. I was so shocked. I yeah. had no expectation. I just went because I was told it was going to be fun. And I was having a hard time because when the Anguilla episode aired, yes. um, not everything was shown, right? So there was only yeah. one side. This girl was yelling and screaming about her phone for 45 minutes. It wasn't about the phone. There was a lot of things that... <laughs> yeah, you said hard. there was other things involved that yeah. we didn't get to see in that moment. We didn't moment. get to see. And it wasn't about the phone. And it wasn't about... She, she said... She, it, it just... It wasn't. And I'm learning, like, when I got into this show, I just was like, I don't do drug, I don't drink, I don't fight with people, I don't care. Like, what are they going to edit? They're not going to put an AI and do things that I'm not doing. <laughs> but I was, I was a little bit gullible and naive that I forgot that they cannot just show your story. They can just show you going 100, but they don't understand from 10 to 100. 
right? Yeah. That's something yeah. that I missed, you know? And also my story is really long telling. Like when I'm telling someone a story, I'm like, then the sun was this degree. <laughs> like, you know, they don't have fucking time to put all this shit. So I've learned and I thought like, oh, every bit of every argument, it would be there so people can make their own judgment, right? Yeah. No, no, it's, that's not the case. They, they, they just take the hot moment, they mash that up and then they let the people figure this out. And I think the fans were like, she was so fun and so nice and so all these things. And then all of a sudden she's this hot temper girl. And I'm like, actually, no, I was hot the whole time. They just never show you. The side of being hot. Like, you know, I'm very, I've never said that I was Mother Teresa ever in my life. My family, my friends, everyone in my life that I've worked with in fashion, um, they know, like, Uba is the nicest person. Also, she can be the meanest. Like, I'm so proud of that. Like, I'm not Jesus. I don't turn there the cheek. Yeah. I'm not Michelle Obama. I don't go high when you go low. For me, <laughs> fuck around and you'll find out. Well, right. I was re I was reading an interview with you that you even said, like, listen, I don't like bad people. And yeah. it seems like you're that kind of person that if you don't like some how somebody's behaving or if you think somebody has bad say. energy, you're going to say it. And I think yeah. that's why I mean, sorry to, to interrupt you a little bit, but I just wanted to say even in those moments in Anguilla. I had already, and I think a lot of audience had fallen in love with you, where we understand, even if we're not seeing things, we know how housewives shows operate. So I know that there's more there because... I'm grateful that you are one of those people, but then you guys are not online writing this commentary. But the bad apples, right? There's a bad apple and good apple. The bad apple are very loud. And I was very much, very, very disturbing of what happened when that Anguilla show, the message that I got and the act, like the security of like the network had to like get involved with my, my Instagram, say you need to like put your, your, your thing off. Nobody can tag you like for a little while. Yeah. Because it was really bad. You angry black woman, you this, you that. And that's going to be scary, right? It was, it, to me, it's not scary because it, you first of all, you don't have a profile, and your name is Pineapple Twenty One. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just we annoying. see you, Pineapple Twenty One. Yeah. We know I'm, you're there. Yeah. yeah, I'm just so, and it's not even a pop turn. Pineapple Twenty One, two hundred two. Like it's stupid numbers. Like nobody has a profile, and and it's like, and I'm reply to these people with my my handle. You know, like me yeah. as and I just I um I hate bullies. Like, why don't you show your profile? Why don't you have your full name? Like, let's meet at the park at three p.m. Like, I'll I'll show up there with a hot chocolate. Like, I am that kind of person. <laughs> and so my family and friends are like, chill out. This is not, maybe it's not even a real person you're talking to or two in the morning. Exactly. Well, and they're wanting to get this reaction and yeah. they're obviously something going on in their life where they're deeply unhappy. Like I've oh, dealt with it even on a, yeah, I mean, I oh. deal with it sometimes on a smaller scale with this show and it is because it's upsetting at first because I'm a real person and, and you're a real person and these things do tend to get to you, especially if you feel like your full story is not being shared, yeah, but, yeah. um, you spoke about your family, and I always think what I loved about you and what I love about the first season of Roni for you guys was that we got to hear 
more about your stories than we usually do in other housewife seasons. And I think it's built a really strong foundation because learning about your family, you're from Somalia, you moved to Canada when you were 15, you have this like amazing modeling career. And now you have since 2021 has started to become a mogul with Uba hot. I mean, what a journey that could literally be some sort of movie. Does it blow you away seeing where you are right now, thinking about that girl in Somalia? You know, it doesn't really blow me away because I'm a person who really believes like what is for you will be for you. And like we make plans, but God just laugh, right? I have a yeah. many, many plans that I made. They never work out. There's a lot of guys that I fell in love with. One of them but <laughs> didn't happen. And then now that I know it didn't happen, I'm like, oh my God, I dodged a bullet. Like what yeah. the hell was I thinking, right? So I, I'm a person who just take every day as they come. Right. And I'm just so grateful that I did this alone. I did it myself with my career, my job. But I was I keep telling people where I am in my life right now, I couldn't have got this if I went to any other city or any other country. Like yeah. it just doesn't exist. Coming to New York City with nothing, living in the model's apartment. I came here with 150 in my pocket. Right. And obviously I did not marry someone rich. I did not date someone rich. Like nobody has helped me to get where I am. But the community of fashion did. Right. It was a recommendation from a makeup artist or hairdresser or a photographer. Yeah. I was like, oh, Uba will do this job really well. Or my client just put me in a contract and be like, we'd love to work with her. She's a lot of fun. She never complained. Like sleep, no sleep. She's always working really hard. So it's like me having this. Um, just the, the 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 willing of wanting to work really hard. I love spending money, therefore I have to make more money, <laughs> right? So, yeah. and and the fact that I love my luxury things, my like restaurants and hotel and travel, I'm like nobody can give me these things. I have to work, right? But this opportunity, I believe, I would not have got it anywhere else except New York. Like, I am so grateful that the wind kind of blew me here. And just like, I'm not leaving. I'm just not. Like, I love this city so much. And I'm so grateful for what you have given me. The friends I've made, the connection, the just everything, the help that I got in this city. Like, I just can't wait to give back. And I try to do it every day. I try to, like, open the door for someone, paying someone coffee, like, doing all these little tiny random of act about good, like, to people. Give yes. someone my taxi when it's really cold. Like, I'm just like, yeah, you have it. Like, you know. Wait, you're giving people your taxi, Uba? Oh, That's yes, good. Yes, you're yes. going to catch cold. No, yeah. I, you know, I, and I know I've done a good thing when I do that. I'm like, yeah, you, <laughs> you, you seem like you're running to your kids. I don't even have fake plant in my house. You go. <laughs> you know? So, I, I, you know, I, it's like, like, for instance, I'm, my hot sauce is Oprah favorite thing. And we got to be for, for Uber, Oprah favorite Which thing. Which was... That was kind of a surprise for you, it's right? Shocking. That you even made it on Oprah's favorite thing. Shocking, shocking, shocking. Like, so people are like, how did you do it? I said, those a thousand door that I've opened for people, those tax in the cold days that I gave it to people, that coffee that I paid for that. That's, I think we got that's, disconnected. No, no, I'm still here. Good. So yeah. I feel like, People don't get it. Like people say, when you do good, good comes back to you, right? It really does. It really, really does. And in my end, like I am a proof concept of that. Like me being an Oprah favorite, Uber hot being an Oprah favorite thing, that's just 
a thousand good little deed that I did, God just draw it in one day, you know? Yeah, and I, I remember I, in reunion, Jenna was, we were talking, and Jenna said something really nice that I honestly was like in tears. But when was Anna crying in reunion? I think we're all crying like <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah, there's that. a lot of tissues passed out yeah, at the reunion. Yeah, I love that we're very vulnerable and like very open up. Like we're very powerful women, but we're also not afraid to say that you're hurting me. Um, she did say, she said, you know, everyone in fashion, when you talk to them about Uba, they said how hard work she is and how kind she is, right? And I'm like, oh my God, that comes from Jenna Lyons because Jenna, Jenna has a different access than I do in fashion, right? Yeah. So she's in the behind door, closed door where they're making the decision and she hears these good things. This, this shows that what I'm doing, I'm doing the right thing. I've always known that, right? Um, and this housewife thing, people are like, oh, how did you get it? Why was it? I'm like, I took a job. Like, literally, <laughs> I took a job. I was like, this seems like a really good job. But, yeah. I mean, Uba, did you, I mean, uh, how aware of you were, like, were you aware of, like, the housewives? Did you watch any of the shows? Because yes. I think sometimes people get into it and they don't realize the environment they're stepping into. So I did watch the show, the, the Atlanta I watched Atlanta, I watched Beverly Hill, but I was not religiously. I don't have TV. Yeah. If I go to like my sister house or somebody home and it's on, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting off. Like I'm watching it, right? And here and there in Instagram, like I knew who these people were, like Kenya, like, you know, Gazelle, you know, Ramona, like all these people, Dorinda, <laughs> who I met, Dorinda, Sonia, yeah. and Luen. Let me tell you something, Ryan. These women are hilarious. Right? My God. When the world ends, like if I hear the world end tomorrow, I'm calling these people. I'm like, which house are we quarantined? Like there. Sonia's townhouse. Sonia has a townhouse you can go to in New York right now. I was like, Sonia, like I'm telling you, they're hilarious. They are so beautiful inside out. They are so funny. So I've watched them, but I've never studied like I yeah. knew nothing about the background, what is happening, what's going on, you know, the fake fighting, the real fighting. I, I was like, first of all, I didn't need that because I'm very opinionated. Like put me in any table, I'll be the first one people to know my name. Like, you know, <laughs> And I'll make them spell it. And I'll be like, don't confuse with Uber. This is Uber. <laughs> so it's just like, I wasn't afraid to go to the, again, this is why I am where I am in my life. It's like I was raised with such a strong mom. Like if I told my mom today, I want to go to, to the moon, the first thing she will say, would you like to use my shoulder? She wouldn't be like, you don't have education. What kind of money? Like there was no doubt yeah, that I exactly. can do anything. My you mom know? was the same way. Like, mm-hmm. like I doing a crazy show about like reality show. Like she was uh, everything I've done in my life. She has been so fully supportive of, and I always try to remind the audience how important that is to yeah. always encourage people to always yeah. don't negate somebody's uh, experience to let yes. them go to the next level and to fail. Even if you fail, you're like you said, you're going to get to that next place that you're meant to be. But um, when you fail, that's what it's like a snow. It's like a snowball. Like you want to yes. fail because once you're down there, like, okay, this doesn't work. Like, okay, this didn't work, but this could work. Oh my God, I can do this. It's like when you're playing a video game, that snake will cut you a couple of times, but at one time you'll be like, ah, uh-uh, I know this level. Yes. And isn't it funny, Uba, that like sometimes when you fall after you've fallen a bunch, you realize it doesn't hurt as much as it once did. You yes. realize that you're able to like you're stronger for it. You're able to yes. get back up quicker. It's you're almost able to like face a game. the day. 
yeah, it's exactly. like a game, like try me again. How hard is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but it it really does go to the household. I think it's the the family that you are raised because we as children, no matter how old we are, our parents are our dinosaurs, right? So if you get encouragement from the home, from your family, from your mom, especially the woman who have carried you for nine months, oh my God, nothing else will like ever be in front of you, you know? So yeah. it's it's just like that kind of, you know, childhood and that mindset. But she was very strict of like, you respect people. You respect people religion. You respect people individuality. Like she was very, very also a very, um, like she didn't tell us how to live our life or how to behave. She behaved that way. My mom went, I just got back from church right now. My friend lost his son. His name is Nico, a 17 year old, like just like Rest just in peace, Nico. heartbroken. Yeah. She had a mass today. And uh, I was in church. I was there for like an hour. We did the mass and it's been six months, but now she's going to be doing every day for the next, I think, 10 days. Uh, people are going to go and do mass every day. And I'm Muslim, but there, there I was in church and do the whole thing they were doing. You know, the only thing I didn't do, I, I didn't go get the bread. I don't even think I'm allowed to get it, but I was hungry. I almost want to went. I was like, is this going to be enough bread for me to eat? <laughs> you know? but, but that's how, how I was raised. My mom yeah. went to church for her neighbor's funeral, for her neighbor's wedding. She celebrated people, religion. She celebrated people. It's like I was, I came from a mother who was just beyond her ear and beyond her time. And I think that's really important. I tell my yeah. friends who have kids all the time, I'm like, you are, you are it for your, for your child. Don't even worry how many school you're trying to get in and all this waiting list. You are the teacher, the counselor, the everything of your child's life from all the way to adulthood. Did, 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 you, you know, did you tell that to Jessel? Jessel's trying to I get her kids that, into yeah. that school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, knows, she knows. You know, Jessel, she's, she has an, uh, an African background. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That's where the roots is. <laughs> like, you should meet Jessel's mom. She is Oh, she was Indian so lovely woman. on the show. Yeah. She was so mm-hmm. lovely seeing her on the show a couple episodes. Yeah. She's an Indian woman with an African background. It doesn't get better than that. Like, she's I mean, very solid. But what your mom instilled in you, it's like one of those things that I hope everybody is just basic respect for other people, basic respect for freedom of religion, freedom of speech, those kind of basic things without just completely hating, which we seem to be enveloped in sometimes. Yeah, there's a line in the Quran that says, you have your religion and I have mine, you know? So there's, there's a way of like, just if I'm disrespecting you, Ryan, either your child, your religion, no matter what I pick to disrespect you, I'm giving you permission to do the same. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, why would you want to do that? Why exactly. would I want to give you permission to attack me about my religion or my life, you know? Uber so, for president. We're doing oh, Uber no, 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 2024. No, I no, I am not getting white hair. Obama, Obama did that and he did <laughs> yeah, so good after. You said you're not Michelle Obama earlier. Uh-
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I want to get back to Housewives in a second, but I do really, just because I actually, no joke, and I've talked about this on the show, I use your product, and I oh. just want to say, folks, this is, I this I, by the way, I wouldn't have had the courage to go up to Uba uh, that night at the Jeff Lewis party if I didn't actually use her product, but I wanted to tell her, it, it comes in the most beautiful packaging that I've ever seen on any kind of, like, I mean, not even hot sauce, just in the pa- packaging is so bold and beautiful, and then it has, like, I, I, these jars, I've already started using a lot of it and I even spilled it on myself because I was trying to jam it on a taco and I'm like a dude and I just really screwed it up. But it is, I mean, this is truly amazing. And I wanted to speak to, because this predates housewives, but like, obviously I know there was a need and a desire for how every business gets created. And for you, if I, if I'm, if I'm correct, it was because when you were modeling, isn't it true you just had to like steam like boring chicken and vegetables without any flavor? Oh my God. I said it was like lasagna and paratha and chapati and all these things. And I think the girls in the model's apartment start gaining weight. And my agent was like, what is happening over there? Who's <laughs> cooking every night? And they're like, what are you cooking? I was like, whatever we have, you know, pilau, whatever. And my agent was like, no, 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 steam fish, steam vegetables, steam everything. If you crave ice cream, you put grapes in a freezer. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. But yeah. this was like, you know, when when skinny was in, you know. So fast forward, I was like, I can't do steam fish, steam vegetable, live in a six-floor walk-up in a little <laughs> tiny, you know, room that I'm sharing with eight girls. Like food is my joy. Food is something that doesn't, I don't need to understand the language for me to enjoy this. And so I created the first habanero, the, the yellow tanzanite. Um, and the people in the model's apartment who are from Australia, Mexico, Texas, Chicago, all the girls, United Nations, basically. And they're like, oh my God, we love this. We love this. They start calling it supermodel, hot, supermodel, yummy, like all these names. And then finally, I start making friends. And I, obviously, you got to bring something when you get invited to dinner party. I didn't have the money to buy anything. So I would make these hotels and put them in a messenger. And people are like, oh, my God, what is this? What is this? And it's actually better, Ryan, if I make it from home. Did you know that the things you make from home, once you do it production, you lose a little bit of the, the, the quality because yeah. you can't do massive with the same flavor that you do yeah. at home. It took me a year to find out that. Like someone was like, hello, what are you trying to look for? I'm like, it doesn't taste like my kitchen. They're like, it will never do. <laughs> You've got to like, move into one of the production facilities and just yeah. live there and make that your home. I mean, it's just the way the way pH and how it has to go through some other process. It just does, it's yeah. not going to taste like home. And I guess homemade is for a reason. And so uh, finally, I was like, okay, fine, let's try. So I kind of went into it, look into figuring out, you know, the LLC, the name, the trademark, all this thing. I know nothing about this, right? Thank God to Google though. All you have to do, how do you start a hot sauce company? And then you print the whole list and you start going check, like check, check. Okay. I'm going to do this. I can do this, get a lawyer, do that. 
And then in 2019, I went to, uh, I flew to Portland to see this food scientist to help me how to create it in a way that is not going to be too expensive. Like, you know, so we changed yeah. a little bit of like acidic, what to do. So I learned that also. In 2020, unfortunately, we all had to sit down. So slowly I start doing this, studying about it. And finally, 2021, I was like, Uba, just launch it. Like for friends and family, just do it. Just, just yeah. do a little bit of batch, you know. So I had about like 900 boxes, which there are three of them. And I did it for them to buy three of them because, A, I was afraid if they try one and not like it and this my heart was shit. I was like, no, I'm going to push them to buy <laughs> all smart. three. Yeah. yeah. And second, I looked at it in an environmental way. Like, I don't want to ship one bottle of hot sauce. Like, three, if you don't want the two, give your neighbor. Give your, Like, I'm really into sharing, right? So it's like buy three and give the other two or keep the other two. I don't care, but you, I'm not shipping you one just bottle, right? Yeah. And so that's why I did it. And then in August, I got an email that I'm going to be in an Oprah favorite thing. I was like, someone is playing a prank on me. And there you go. I mean, who do you think gave it to Oprah? Like, how how did it come across Oprah's desk? You know, I I wish I had that that kind of information because I would sell it. I I would have been like, come to my house, guys. I'll give you (laughs) you the mantra. (laughs) You know, write me a check. But I can't, I don't know. I really have no idea. I just know that I, I, I got an email and, you know, they were like, send it to us. You know, I already was sending to them because I thought they're going to write in a magazine, like the daily yeah. thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think they're going to put me on their magazine in December to tell them, oh, try these hot sauce. I had no, I didn't know. I know there's an Oprah favorite list, but I didn't dream or think or even manifest that I would be in it. Right, I just opened yeah. my company, so and but I do know the product's pretty good. So, because um, I beautiful did a miracle though that that yeah. actually happened, and then I imagine that must have like sold it out immediately, or so, like forget about sold out immediately. I had to produce Oprah Effect. <laughs> They're like, can you handle Oprah Effect? And you know, I'm a yes <laughs> woman, so I said, yeah. Of course I can do the Oprah effect. Of course I can. I was so convinced in my heart and soul and everything that I yeah. could. Let me tell you something. The next three months after that, I have sat like a baby in Times Square crying because the box was not available. The glass wasn't available. We didn't have enough habanero. This production couldn't do it. And then I couldn't tell anybody that I'm going to be an Oprah favorite thing in, this, in November. Like, so this was confidential. I keep telling, please, you have to help me. Something amazing is <laughs> happening this November. Me. Yeah, but I can't <laughs> tell you what it is. And they're like, who is this idiot? And it's like, my company, Uber Hot. Like, huh? What? We don't know what Uber Hot is. It Uber Hot? I was like, no, it's not Uber. It's Uber. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's, like, you know how many times I wanted to pick up the phone and said, I cannot handle Oprah Effect? I, I quit. Yeah. Like, please give me another year. Like, I, I can't handle Oprah effect. That's I, I great. I was like, because everything was a shortage. This was like in the middle of pandemic, the effect of it. So we didn't have boxes. There was shortage of boxes, shortage of glasses. If I hear the word shortage ever again in my life, I think I'm having like a PhD. Like I'm just shaking. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we have shortage of this. I'm like, I am not short. I'm six feet. I can do this. 
So, <laughs> but I mean, you managed to do it, but I mean, like, I will say like, and by the way, you guys, I'll put this in the show notes, go to ubahot.com. Uh, you can put your email address in and they'll let you know immediately when they have new stock, because I think this is such a perfect gift, like a holiday gift, a birthday gift. I mean, yeah. I, I talk about a lot of like housewives products, but this is a real product. Like sometimes, oh. and no offense to the housewives, uh, sometimes the products are, um, you know, they're, they're almost sometimes seems invented for the show. So the thought and the care isn't there. This was predating housewives. You can really tell the thought and the care is put into this. So it's one of those things where I was like, Oh, this truly is a product that whether housewives succeeds or not would actually be out there in the market, which I think is the biggest compliment ever. Because I was like, Oh my God, we even saw your storylines this season on Roni about trying to give up a little bit of control or potentially bring other people in, in into the fold. Yeah. And yes. you were having some trepidation about that, which I can totally relate to because this is your baby. But, yeah. um, I mean, are you, cause I like, why aren't you on shark tank by now? Like, why are you? I apply. I, mean, I apply. I already applied it. I did. I applied. I know in there, <laughs> I'm convinced on their addition they say you have to stand up but i sat down and i did it i did the addition for like 15 minutes after i edited and chopped and already sent i was like there's no fucking way i'm doing another one standing up so <laughs> i keep telling my friend i was like i think they didn't pick me up because i sat down maybe like them like i was like the shark like i was i was telling them i want to be the shark no i wasn't but I, you know what i understand um you know again Everything happened for a reason. Um, I didn't get a Shark Tank, but I'm with Bravo, which is like, it's a community that like really immersed me. Like, look at you. You got my hot sauce without even knowing who I am. And you're talking about it. And it's just really, really, I'm really grateful. Like, Ryan, I'm telling you, we as human beings, we're always worried. Like, what is your five years plan? What are you going to do? I'm like, be a good person. Work as hard as you can. Nothing comes for free, right? And then support your friends. Support people who are on top of you, above you, below you. Your time is coming. Your time is coming, and you don't know who will come and help you, right? So maybe Shark Tank didn't work, but I'm a bravo now. Yes. I mean, that yes. you really are. And I think you, I mean, such a big splash. And I will say so, like, Uba Hot, full steam ahead on Uba Hot, right? Like we're we're in uh, production. We're going to get new shipments out. What yeah. is the next step for you with Uba Hot? Because listen, I probably only have like two hundred dollars in my name, but I'm willing to invest. I'll ah. I'll give you that two hundred dollars <laughs> right. I'll Venmo you right now. And uh, mm -hmm. but like, what what is the next step? You have you decided? You will get Ryan, Ryan. You will get a supply of Uber Hot as long as I'm more producing. You'll be the first one I'm giving to. Thank you. So right now, Thank the you. thing is, when I went into Roni, I had about three thousand boxes. That's like three times three thousand. A lot of hot sauce, and they were all in Amazon. And I'm thinking, there's no way this thing is gonna be sold out. And people are like, but I did get advice, Uber. You should produce. You should produce. In May they told me this. In July they told me this. I was like, nah. I still have so much stuff. I'm not getting, I'm not putting money into yeah, products yeah, yeah. that's already there. I mean, episode four, I get an email from Amazon. We don't have products. I was like, what do you mean you don't have product? They're like, we're sold out. I, I, I couldn't believe. So now I'm going back to like my production. And also they're like, mister. They're like, let me tell you something, ma'am. Forget about now with like, you know, things. COVID had just slowed down the process in everything. Yeah, we did, yeah, everything. Right? In every industry and everything. They're like, you need to make an order a year, a year and a half in advance. 
to, to, to get for November or December. Because right now, every production, every company right now, they are dealing to produce the order that was ordered for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So they're not taking anything new, no matter how much money you're throwing at them. I literally double the price of what I'm going to pay them in a thing. They're like, we don't have schedule. <laughs> we, we, know we can't do it. Yeah. We cannot um, do it, you know? So, but that's kind of exciting because you can build that buzz. You yeah. can keep building that buzz because now you know there is a demand and yeah. the product's good. So you know when yeah. they have the product, they're going to want more product. So in a way, you're kind of in a really nice little area. And that's why I say go to ubahot.com, put your email address in because they Please, will notify guys. you when yeah. everything. I think that's the best way to, to go about things. Also, they're on Instagram. Of course, I'll put all that information. But it's right, kind of you exciting. love this because well, I really, we're changing the bottle. This. We're changing the oh, bottle. We're making, it, we're, the making bottle? It, we're making it smaller and easier. So you're not gonna pour it anymore. I already got so those. So big guys, so big guys like me don't just yeah. jam it onto a taco no, no, and no, no, spill no, no. everywhere. Yeah. You're gonna love it. By the way, did you use it as a cooking? Did you use it with pasta? I by the way, I did use it with pasta after I heard you to tell me to use it with pasta. Yes. I was listening to another one of your interviews and yeah. you were g walking through because, you know, like dumb me. I'm like, oh, it's hot sauce. I can just put it on these things. You can cook <laughs> with it as well. Yes, and yes. I mean, it really is that kind of all purpose thing. There's three amazing flavors. I know I sound like I'm doing a commercial right now, guys, but I actually I use this it. stuff. So I'm excited about it. Um, but it is just a really cool thing. So I cannot wait for uh, Uba 2.0 to come out because I, I just, I think the sky's the, the limit with that. You'll be the first one. Yeah, but, you'll be the well, first um, uh, Do you have like 10, 15 more minutes? Or are you yeah, rushed? Yeah, yeah, you... sure, okay, sure. okay. I'm not breastfeeding. Uh, <laughs> I am. So that's, I, I mean, that's bad for me. <laughs> um, so, uh, Okay, so I wanted to bring it back to the, the show a little bit. We just got off BravoCon. Yeah. And you had mentioned before we started the show, you were talking about love advice. And I don't want to get too into your business, but you brought up on the show, you know, many guys in the past and it never seemed to work out. I don't yes. know where you are at. There's not rumors, but oh, oh you dropped that. Oh, hello. Oh, oh. Did I lose you? Okay, sorry. You dropped out for Um. I said there, you know, you were hesitant to talk about your relationship on the show. And then it also, then it started, like, there was articles about it in the last couple of weeks because yeah. of the reunion. I mean, are you still in a relationship? And if so, what is your advice for everybody out there to wait for that Mr. Right? Or, or what are we doing right and wrong in looking for relationships? Yeah. Well, I am still in a relationship and I'm very happy. I've never been happy like this in my life. Even when it comes to relationship, I'm always a happy person. I'm always so grateful to be whatever I am or whoever I'm with, you know, um, because I, like I told you, I'm very firm of belief that whatever happened that meant for you will happen. Right. So just rest assured what's for you will come and find you. Um, but I wish that someone told me this when I was like younger, less even like four or five years ago, like just like, oh my God, chasing people, text them, texting you back. You start calling your friend and say, what is, <laughs> he say this, what do you think he meant? What's the underline of this? You know, I, he closed the text. What are we doing for Christmas? I don't know. I'm speaking to him in the summer. Am I going to, New Year's, like it was just so much, like there was so much question around relationship. And I feel like we're just not like we're our parents era. Yeah. Like we right. So, yeah. We have so much an outlet. Like I can go to a cafe right now and meet a guy. I can just like, 
ad right now on my phone and get like a bamboos or whatever, like, and meet someone immediately. Like nobody talking to each other at the grocery store anymore. Like nobody's been looking up. I'm like, I look cute. Look up, look up. Like, well, but my mom always told me, always look up, always look up because you're so damn on your phone. You're so, you're not experiencing, you're not appreciating everything. She'd always yeah. say, look up. Yeah. So I feel like, the first time in my life when I said I don't want a relationship anymore, that's when I found someone who my friend was like, oh, my God, you never sent a screenshot in a group chat in over like God knows when. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he, I, he, I don't have that kind of anxiety. And honestly, if I can give advice to myself, like the younger me, even just the two years, years ago me, it's like the minute you're worried where someone is, or why they have not texted you in the time that you think they should text you. Meaning, like if they are yeah. working and you text them at like 1 p.m. and you haven't heard from them like 5 p.m., relax, girl. She, he's working until 6, right? But if you don't hear from them until the next day, I mean, this person is not for you. And and then and then stop the, the thing of be like, I've noticed it, you taking twenty-four hours to reply. Like they know they didn't reply to you. Like they know just, they didn't reply. They know, They're they aware. Know. Do yourself a favor, go to yoga class, take a deep breath. And I really believe in a prayer. I believe in a power of prayer of like really ask God, like just show me where I'm supposed to be. Like if I need to focus on my business and friends and family, maybe that's what your era is, right? Yeah. And then Ask God to direct you into that. And if you really, like, you really desire to have someone in your life, pray for that. And just be like, or even when you go on a date, the first date, pray before you go and just say, God, if this person is for me, make it easy for both of us. And if it's not, let me see tonight. And guess what? This person, if it's not for you, he's not going to behave well with the waiter. He'll be rude to the waiter. He'll yeah. chew loud. He would have zero manner. He wouldn't ask you about your family or anything. He would just talk about himself the whole time. The signs are there, but we don't pray for it. And we're so desperate to be chosen that we just over we just overlook all these things because we go there with a different intention. I'm looking for a boyfriend. I want to be someone. I want her to go. My friend is getting married in three months. I need to get somebody so I can have someone to go with, you know? So it's like if you walk in in anything you do in your life with a clear intention and a prayer, let me tell you something. The answers are like written for you like someone gave you a pineapple pizza. You're like, no, that's not pizza. <laughs> You know, and I read all the books that you can th think of. My friend's like, you are perfect. You don't need to read so much self-help. I'm like, I do because I forget them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's so true about self. I was like talking about inspirational phrases the other day. And I was like, I'll read like a hundred inspirational phrases every day. And I forget like most of them, like one yeah, will yeah. seep through every now and then. What made this gentleman different than every other gentleman uh, thus far for you? I don't know. He's just nonsense. He has zero, like, uh, and I think also himself too. He was tired of like people who didn't understand him. You know, he works a lot. He's very good to his friends and family. He's just, he's just a handsome, quiet, maybe to say boring. Like he's just, all he does is read and work and swim and play boxing and travel. Does he get a kick out of you doing Real Housewives oh, of New York? Is this, I mean, no. it's kind of insane. I was talking to Crystal Minkoff's husband, uh, Rob last week 
And yeah. I was just talking about the experience of like, what's it like watching your wife do this? And then like these fights, you know, like, and he was just like, it's completely bizarre sometimes, but it's, I a, have to it's tell fun. Isn't she's the most incredible human being. I Yes. And I hope more people can actually, her. yeah, I, I really think she is. And I feel like sometimes. And level-headed and yeah. beautiful. Yes. And- so let me just say, if you don't have a lot of airtime in Housewife, that shows that you're actually a really good person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not mess. Like, you know, she's just so stunning. She's yeah. stunning inside out. She's beautiful and level-headed. I was telling someone about this book that I read a long time ago, uh, The Four Agreement. And yes, she, yeah, The Four Agreements, yeah, yeah, totally. She read it like in high school. She's like, oh, I read this long, long time ago. I said, oh, no, Crystal, that's why you're so level-headed. Like, this is, you know, this... Well, every time I have a conversation with her, it's like a completely normal conversation. And I yeah. feel like, wow, we expect, like, housewives to be so amped up and so, like, yeah. huge personalities, amazing women. But it is interesting when you're like, oh, this is just... This is just a normal conversation. You're yeah, very yeah. level-headed. It's not to the like, you know, the the intensity that you see in a Bravo commercial for housewives. Yeah. And I always think that's interesting to remember that you guys are all real people. Oh, um yeah. and I imagine though you've always been this strong, successful, powerful woman women, woman. Yeah, in yeah. the past did you feel guys were intimidated by that or did you feel they just were schmucks? I never thought they, first of all, let's go back to what you think about what he think of the show. He, he doesn't understand. He really, he said, you're oh, not yes. married. You don't have, you, you don't even have a dog. Like you are like, <laughs> you can't be I was like, welcome to America. Everything is possible. You know, uh, but he does. He's very supportive of me and his sister. He was raised with a really strong family, like strong woman in his family. So he, he understand uh, like I can do whatever I want to do. Like he, it almost like I remember him, like what I'm with him. I sometimes remind, remind me of my mom because there's nothing I cannot do that he think I can't do. Right. right? Yeah. Even Uber Hot is like, you can do it. You can do it. Just take a deep breath a little and you can do it. You know? So he's, I call him, he's my uh, yogurt to my habanero. Cause he's the <laughs> one who shut down everything. I'm telling you without him, Ah, this Uber hard will be triple. <laughs> the girls, they need to thank him because a lot of things when I pass through him, he's like, okay, but look at it this way. I'm like, but you need to. He's like, no, 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 no. Let's look at, you know, when you look at six, maybe the nine on the other side, you know? So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if the other boys were intimidated because I also think they were really good guys. Like they were just very lovely guys. It just, I guess it was just not meant to be. Right. And and some people have just different priority. Like I, I believe again, it's who raised you. Like some people maybe didn't were never raised with, with women or so powerful and loud and they speak their mind, right? And in the beginning they love it so much. And then they try to you know mold me the way they want me. And at some point I've I've went with it. But you cannot go and be something you're not for so long. And when someone doesn't, because I think relationship is give and take, right? And when you, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when they're making you change, you're giving them. But then at some point, they, 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 the scale has to tilt. Like you need to be back and forth, back and forth. And so when it's too much their way, then I start feeling like, uh oh, like I'm losing Uber. 
And it's yeah. no fun because I think I'm the most fun human being in the world. <laughs> but also it's amazing that you have such a strong sense of self. So you yeah. know when you are losing yourself, which means you're yeah. deeply connected, which I think is truly amazing. So would we ever, if they do a season two, would you ever consider allowing him to be with you? Or is that like, you know what? That's very private. Because I appreciated what you were saying, even in the, and I think it was the beginning of the relationship on the show mm. that I thought, you know, you're protecting something that you want to see flourish. And I can understand that. So is that a question in your mind at all still? No, no, it's not a question. And I just don't understand why the viewer and everyone, I think we need to have a different dialogue in life and, and giving people permission to be free and feel safe what they want to do, right? Just because I'm reality TV doesn't mean you own me, you know? And I'm like, that's not, if it happened, it happened. If it doesn't, it doesn't. At the moment, the answer is no. Right. So yeah. I don't know. And I'm not when I met him, I, he didn't sign up for this. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I honestly feel like people need to make a petition, like family and friends who did not sign up for things. <laughs> like even with this celebrity, it's not fair taking pictures of their kids. Their kids didn't decide oh, yeah. to do this. Right. I don't know what happened to like. Every other law, it's so strong and so supported and, 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 and just because you're famous or you're making money through these things, then, then people are allowed to like be mean to you and say all these things. Like, that's not right. Yeah, there's a parasocial relationship that's very interesting in terms of even when it's good, it's great. But it, yeah. when it's bad, they feel that they can say anything to you because yeah. they've seen you on television or they heard your podcast or anything like that. And it's very interesting and, and sometimes frightening. But I, I think also uh, another way of looking at it, too, is that I think a lot of these people uh, love you and support you. So it's like we want to see you succeed in everything in your life. Like we want to see you succeed in your business. We want to see you succeed in love. And I think it's your, but you're right though. Like Abe and Pavit, they, Pavit, they, they went on the show knowing they were going to be on the show. It was yeah. different. They had a choice of the, in the map. And they're married. Here's the thing. That's what people don't exactly, understand. Yeah. They are married, right? Yeah. Marriage is a different thing. Where's Pavit going to go? Where Ev is gonna go? He's going to Vietnam. He's gonna go to Vietnam. He's gonna hide out there. To have his fucking sandwich, like good (laughs) These men are married to their wives, and they're really good husband. I I don't know if you guys see even half of like they're supportive, they're kind, they're wonderful, wonderful men, and they're behind their wives a hundred percent. Dating is a completely different thing. Just forget about me protecting him or protecting our relationship. Why do I want to pee myself in television with a guy I don't have a ring I'm not married to? Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, what happened if there's another guy out there want to marry me? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, they need to, to stop forcing people. Like, do you know what I mean? Sorry. 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 Like, I'm not married. Right? This is not for worse, for, for better, for worse. I'm very, very sorry. Like, no. So it's, it's just like. You know, that makes sense completely. Um, yeah. I need, yeah, we need to stop. I wanted to use the word, you know, other word, but I'm not. I'm trying to be. No, it's great. It's just like, no, it's same thing. Like when we're dating people in a relationship, like for me, before I would meet someone two dates in. Oh, the third date, he meet my entire family, friends, my clean lady and everybody. And for the first time in my life, I was like, no, this is not happening. Like I want to get to know this person first before I introduce him to anyone. And look yeah. how it worked out amazing, right? Because then they know that, oh, she means business, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I, yes, I, I completely agree. Two more things before I let you go. I could talk to you forever because oh, you're amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you for all of this time. Uh, I guess just coming off the BravoCon experience and being with the other Real Housewives of New York cast members uh, and seeing how much of a success this show is in terms of the fandom right now. Um, where are you with all of the ladies? And has it been interesting to watch how like has celebrity gotten to anybody's head? And I know it's kind of a little different celebrity than like a movie star or a musician, but it is celebrity nonetheless. Has it been interesting to watch the other ladies and yourself included respond to this? Because I know Aaron will get very involved in things. I mean, has that been interesting to watch? You know what? No, I, I, I don't know how to answer this in a way that maybe because I'm in it. We're yeah. just so overwhelmed and so grateful. And I really think it's because when we started, we got so much backlash. Yeah, because everybody kept wanting you to be the old Roni cast. Yes, yes. And I kept saying, like, you guys can't, we got to stop comparing it because it's apples and oranges. I mean, it's yeah. just completely different. And for me, I was just going to be like, guys, we're not NBC. We're not Bravo. We didn't do this. They come and found us in the street, like talk to them, right? But it was all, oh, it's the, the person of the face, right? These influencer, these people, they, they're not drunk enough. They're not this. I'm like, oh my God, if you want someone because they're drunk and fucked up, you, you need to see a therapist. Like, No, that's why you were so great on the show. You and Jenna are two yeah. people, two ladies that don't drink. Yeah. And it, you, But you showed us that we can be just as interested. You can be yeah. just as entertaining. And especially yeah. coming off of like Reality Reckoning and Bethany Frankel and all that stuff. It shows that we can be invested in people that aren't. And I, I'm trying to use it like lightly, like like sloppy messes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why you why you want that? That's just not... We need to encourage like the next generation not to have them lose before they even started, right? Yeah. So we're just overwhelmed and very, very grateful. And what I love about, about all, all of us girls, like we were going to do just fine before this. Yep. Right. So we, we, this is just another stone that we're very, very grateful and love and wanted to like call it our own. And then meeting the other, the other OGs. Oh my God. I have to tell you, Sonia and Luen and Dorinda, they're just. I'm like, why are they not on the show? Like, I want them on the show. Well, I mean, their yeah. ultimate girls trip is coming up and it looks amazing with I them. I can't in wait. It. I'm actually uh, going to watch it. Like, I am so excited. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to repost. I'm going to watch. They were so much fun and they were so oh. kind. They were so lovely towards me. And I just, watched you on the showgirls panel at Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, I was there. I got. Oh my God. It was the funny, you guys, it was the funniest thing I had seen live in a long time. Sonia talking about, uh, having relations with Owen Wilson and all, I mean, it was crazy. And it was funny because I saw you, la I saw you and I saw Kiki laughing. Uh, we and were I saw crying. All like, it was he was, so by funny. the way, uh, uh, Andy was sweating, trying to keep them sit down. Did yeah. you see that? <laughs> no, I was like, she can't be, Sonia can't be tamed. So Andy was like, come on, Sonia, oh, come on. God. And I look at I looked at Andy and I think I just for me I had a conversation with him I don't in my head I was like oh I thought I was head, hard to handle in in a, in a reunion <laughs> you this is this is full house poor like, Andy oh Andy must have God. aged like fifty years every oh year just dealing sweating. with all this but he oh. loves it he loves it he's just we that I don't even know how I got into that panel 
I was like, what the hell am I here for? Like, I was so excited to be there. So excited. Did you see I sat down and my dress cut a pillow? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I said you cut on the pillow. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. My, my buddy um, Dylan actually saw that up close because I was a little further back. Yeah. And uh, that was so um, fun. I mean. I was like, I like them big, but <laughs> I like them round. Yeah. Um, but that's how much I was having fun. I didn't even know I had a pillow in my ass. Like, that's. It was such a good panel. It was. Yeah, really it was. I mean, panel. it was really cleansing. I was like laughing yeah. so much, which is what we need more of. Um, but you, Giselle, even brought you up though, saying she had given you advice going into that reunion of saying yes. you were like almost like not wanting to show up potentially, and because Giselle was like, "What are you doing?" No, because I didn't see the other four episode where you know where I found very hurtful how you know Jenna say oh she I I saw a side of a switch I'm like girl I didn't switch and 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 it, and it wasn't about my makeup you know she said that oh um she wanted to be makeup ready I'm like girl are you kidding me I came out of my mom vagina perfect like I don't need to <laughs> have makeup it just it's courtesy it's just principle like if I'm going to work I'm going to work right it's, yeah. it's like don't uh don't make an excuse. And, you know, like my phone in Anguilla was not, it was not a prank. This, you're trying yeah. to back paddle. Like prank, I was already being thrown in, in a pool. Like you are trying to correct your, your gaslighting and say that, oh, it's a prank. Like, don't do that. Like, don't do that. Like own your responsibility, you know? So I didn't see the other episode. So I told Giselle, she's like, oh my God, it's coming up. How is it going to be? Because she thought maybe I have notes already. I was yeah. like, girl, I'm going to bring some popcorn and sit in a corner. I have no beef with none of them. Like, I'm good with all the girls. And she's like, no, no, you're not going to do that. This is not a movie. You're not going to be watching a movie. You are in the movie. You have to <laughs> you speak up. You are the movie. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you have to speak up. But she didn't, I didn't know that I'm going to go that hurt. Like I literally had no yeah, idea. Yeah. Cause you came in so hot, like right yeah. out of the gates and you like for Jenna immediately, like two yeah. times in the beginning, you even yeah. redirected the conversation towards that. And I, I was, was like, so Oh my bored. God. I was so bored with like, hi, how are you? How is the weather? I was like, I don't have fucking <laughs> time for this shit. Like I'm done <laughs> with you guys. Like conflict resolution comes to, I'm like conflict coffin, bitch, like talk. You know, I was just so. I but was you guys so ended tired. up having conflict oh, resolution. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. did. You all. Oh my god! You, it was a huge uh, therapist. It, I was like, I, listen, if Andy retire this, he should just be like a house name therapist. Like, I'll go to his office. <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. At he is. He is such me. a hero of mine. Yeah. Like, I cannot imagine yeah. how he's able to do good interviews, but also handle so many different personalities. Yeah, yeah. People don't without realize taking, without taking sides. Like he's yeah. like, I think he's going to, he's, he is a father now. And I think he's going to be a really good father going on like in the future, because he has a way, he's almost like a politician. He has a way of like, yes. listen to the case and not taking sides like journalists and stuff. It's very, that's a very and that's so hard. It's yeah, so hard to not take a side. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Especially finally. because sometimes it's so ridiculous. You're like, girl, I'm just going to. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't. And he and he, at the end, he wants resolution. Right. He wants yeah. the conflict to end. Um, so it's I, it, I, I, I left out of reunion feeling great and everything was OK. And of course, the Internet have its own you know, yeah, mind yeah, yeah. and the editing. So I'm glad I went to BravoCon because. I was like, fuck pineapple 21. Like, bravo. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not getting the, you're not getting in the DMs this time, pineapple yeah, 21. No. Um, and, and finally, and uh, just because, and, and uh, 
listen, I was personally so moved when you talked about your mom. I lost my mom three months ago and she was such a huge supporter of this show and she would always come on and I would make her watch housewives and Vanderpump with me and stuff. And I just want to say, uh, your journey, even though it's been a while, obviously, uh, really moved me. And I, I was remember even talking to my audience and just saying, it's sometimes hard to watch, you know, your emotions are still so real and raw and I get scared for the future because I know that it'll always be real and raw, but I wanted to thank you for that journey. And I know I was reading your Instagram post. I know probably a lot of people shared things like this with you, uh, but thank you. This is what I love about the housewives. It can be about fighting and humor, but at the same time, there's these very real things that hit you at the right moment when you need to hear something or you need to hear, <clears throat> to hear somebody being honored. And uh, I just loved how you spoke and still speak about your mom and, and keep her legacy alive. Uh, but I just wanted to thank you for that personally while I had you. Okay, Ryan. Now my lashes and my thick lashes. Oh my God. Oh, I did. I, I'm sorry. I can't even see Uba, you guys. See, we're, this is not on an image. So, so I, I just wanted to, sorry to ruin your No, lashes. no, 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 you did not. You did not. Yeah. I, I actually, I'm very grateful that you open up and just because you are a guy. You guys are not allowed to open up most of the time. And so it's very beautiful to hear you say this. But what I can say is, Aren't you lucky? Aren't you lucky you got to do all these things with her? Aren't you lucky that you did these things? Imagine the people who didn't. Yeah, right? no, exa exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's 100% so, it. I have a yeah. lifetime of memories that I'm really yeah. lucky to have. Yeah. Oh, my God, Ryan. Um, and you didn't lose her. You just get an angel. She's with you all the time. And you can talk to her. Because I do that with my mom all the time. And and everything she have teach you, it, like it shows. It's so visibly in your eyes, in your voice. Right? It, yeah. It, 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 she's a part of you and she will always be a part of you. And and I'm just so proud that you had all these memories with her. And Because if you didn't, Ryan, you wouldn't even be able to do this interview today. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to force people. Make memories. Cut your ego. You know, that woman carry you for nine months in their stomach. Every time you move, every time something happened, they freaked out, right? It, it's like just no matter how difficult your mom is, when they're gone, it's actually going to be worse. So it's good that you have the memory. And I love that you used to watch the show with her. And I'm really, really sorry you're going through because it's very, like, raw for you. You know, Jenna and, and Sai, also, they lost their mother very, like, early on, like, when we start filming. filming yeah. Stuff. yeah. And, and I think this is why I made our cast the way we are. It's, listen, when he knocks your door, you just, you are completely a different human being. And yeah. you're just going to get better and better and better because you now going to be living knowing that you are a son of your mom. So everything you do, you're going to be doing on the lens of your mom. And, and that's, that's an honor to, to grow up and to know her because there are some people who lose their mother when they're just born and they yeah. never get to see their mother, right? That's what yeah. saved me to know that I didn't lose my mom when I didn't know anything. I remember everything about my mom, right? And I, and I feel like you are going through that. Oh, Ryan, I wish I was with you. I'll give you a big, big hug. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to make you no. uncomfortable. I just no, wanted no, to share not that. No, no, not uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I invite this conversation a lot because I'm, I literally am a spoke person of parents. Like 
every friend of mine, they know. Every time they have a conflict with their parents, they call me. And they know exactly, they know exactly what I'm going to say, but still they call. You know? It's like there's no negotiating. Your parents are your parents. You can't stand them, move out another country and just call them every Sunday. Like, do whatever you yeah. can in life to avoid them being mad at you or you being mad at them. It's not worth it. It's, we're so yeah. fragile. We're so, so fragile. I'm so uh, sorry. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I was just talking because our uh, Thanksgiving's next week. It's our first holiday without mom. <laughs> and, you know, it's we were just talking about it was cry, you know, talking with my sister last night, like we're going into this thing and we don't know what it's like because like your mom, my mom was yeah. everything. I mean, she was just, she did it all. And we, we were like, how do we, how do we go through this? But we're going to go through it together as a family. And yeah. we know it's going to be weird and different, but uh, I, I just wanted to say that while I had you, cause I, yeah. I loved hearing about your mom every time you brought her up yeah. and I loved all the yeah. other women's stories as well. Um, Uba, thank you so much. Uh, I, I really appreciate you, uh, who you are as a real person. I appreciate you oh. on the show. I appreciate you as a businesswoman. And you guys, I'm telling you, go sign up at ubahot.com. Put your email address in because you will be purchasing this product when it is available. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is going to be perfect to add to your kitchen ASAP. Um, and Uba, what else is coming up? I mean, cause I know you're involved in charity work. I know you're a model. I know you hopefully you're going to film season two of Roni at some point. What else <laughs> do we need to know of all things Uba? Well, right now I just like, I need to go back into painting. I paint for fun and I haven't done that in like four months. Even my classmate, they gave me a card from uh, a painting store and I don't even know what, how much is in it. I need to start like go and do that. And you know, they only gave you like $10. It's like oh, a $10 no. gift certificate. There's like this, it's $10. This, these girls are big spender. I'm sure there's, <laughs> there's a few thousand in there. I'm going to have huge, huge uh, canvas. Um, I think I'm going to do that this winter. And I really, really want just wanted to rest. I haven't rested. You know, even though we finished film a long time ago and wrapped up, but oh my God, when the show was airing every day, you're like, okay, what else? What, do, how, yeah, what, what else is going to, what are you going to wake yeah. up to? What am I waking up to today? Yeah. So it's, I need to rest. I want to rest. I'm so looking forward for Thanksgiving. I'm so looking forward for Christmas and yeah, just holidays. I'm really looking forward to holiday lights. I'm looking forward to walk in the winter with my jacket and drink hot chocolate and just like G giving up your taxi to other people yeah. while you're cold on the street with your hot yes, cocoa. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I know how to rest. I know how to work hard and I know how to rest. And I think this next two months, I just want to rest. Obviously, Ubahat is already in production. It's going to happen in in, in, in end of uh, January. So that's I'm not worried about. Uh, we're on the schedule of production. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to relax. I don't maybe read. So that's, that's well, my... This, this Thank you for being so open with this conversation. It was an honor. I know you didn't have to do this. I it's hope to see you again in person someday. Yes, and I, I just can't wish you, wait. I wish you the most rest of all this holiday season. Happy Brinsgiving too as well, you guys. Happy Brinsgiving. Yes, and Brinsgiving. Uh, I, I hope to talk to you at some other point down the line. Yes, for sure, Ryan. And I'll have you in my prayer and my thoughts. So Bad It's Good is a Betches Media production. The show is hosted and produced by me, Ryan Bailey, with Meditza Lopez and Sandra Fryer. Additional support provided by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Steinberg. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Video promotion by Laura Valencia. 
Be sure to send us your emails at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com and follow the show at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram. And for additional craziness, go to patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Stay bad, baddies. Betches.